Today, the Bidens carve out some time in their busy schedule to visit the decimated island of Maui. Trump is officially out at the first GOP debate, and the mainstream media really wants a COVID comeback. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today Joe and Dr. Jill Biden took a break from one of their many beach vacations in Delaware to finally make their way over to Maui to visit the damage from the fires that ravaged the area, claiming the lives of over 100 people so far with over 1,000 still missing. Hawaii Governor Josh Green said over the weekend that 85% of the land has been searched by rescue teams and cadaver dogs, but some of the missing people may never be found. Watch. 85% of the of the land of the impact zone has been covered now by what amounts to a, an army of search and rescue teams and 41 dogs. So at 85% of the land's been covered. Now we go into the larger buildings, which require peeling back some of the floors and structures. That last 15% could take weeks. Uh, we do have extreme concerns that uh, because of the temperature of the fire, uh, the remains of those who have uh, died uh, in some cases may be impossible to recover meaningfully. So uh, there are going to be people that are lost uh, forever. And despite the widespread criticism Biden received for his no comment response when asked about the wildfires over a week ago, and also despite the fact that the emergency began almost two weeks ago and Biden is just now getting around to visiting the area, over the weekend, FEMA Administrator Deanne Cresswell defended Biden's response, or lack thereof. Watch. The president has faced some criticism from Republicans because he spent about five days not talking about this as many as many of the devastating images and, and numbers were coming. Do you think the Republican criticism of the president's willingness to talk about this in public or lack thereof is fair criticism? You know, what I can tell you is the president directed me to go to Maui to assess the damage, meet with the governor, meet with the local officials, you know, giving me the opportunity and the space to make sure that I can understand what's going on. And then I report back to the president. I was in complete communication with him throughout this event. And although Biden finally made time in his schedule to visit the area, it may be too little too late as residents in recent days have become furious at his lack of interest in their tragedy. And right now, the Maui community is helping the Maui community. And I'm, I'm really, I'm, it's really affecting me because where's the president? He decides to come here this week to come here next week. I mean, like, where, where, aren't we Americans too? Like, we're part of the United States, but why are we not, why are we getting put in the back pocket? Why are we being ignored? Now, I want to bring in independent investigative journalist Nick Sorter, who has been on the ground in Hawaii far longer than Biden, actually. Um, mm. Nick, thank you for, for joining us. I know that uh, I'm sure your days have been slammed and incredibly busy, and we appreciate you taking the time. Um, I want to start with a report from the Daily Mail, which has indicated that locals in the area say that the number of those killed is closer to 500. They say that the morgues are running out of body bags. There was one resident that told the outlet, I know there are at least 480 dead here in Maui, and I don't understand why the authorities are not saying that. Maybe it's to do with DNA or something, she says. So have you seen anything on the ground to indicate that the government has not been truthful about the death toll so far? 
Yeah, Sarah, absolutely. I, the, the, I, I know at this point that the government has not been truthful about the death toll. They're not talking about the death toll of the children either, which is one of the scariest parts of this entire thing. That is what the people here in Maui want to know. Now, when it comes to the morgues, there's one morgue here, one permanent morgue, and it's at the hospital here in Maui, the main hospital. They set up a temporary morgue at the police station. So there are not too many places that these bodies could be placed. I do know that the morgue's hospital is full and it holds several hundred people, okay? So I can't confirm that they died in the fire yet, but for whatever reason, the morgue is full and they had to set up a, a temporary one over at the police station as well. So they've now frozen this confirmed uh, dead number at 114. It has not risen here in the past two days. I can't tell you why though, uh, but luckily we have uh, uh, Joe Biden coming over. He cut his... Uh, vacation short from Lake Tahoe, actually. I know you were mentioning oh. the uh, vacations he was having in Delaware. This was vacation number two for the week. Mm. Uh, I, I get so them confused. Unfortunately, he had to cut that one short. Yeah, you do. I, <laughs> I, I, I can't keep up with the vacation. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so, okay, so I know you being on the ground there, you have, I've been following your, your work, your tweets, and you seem to be very um, upset. I, I mean, rightfully so, but I want to I read a couple of your tweets here. You said, as someone who's been on the ground here in Maui for several days, let me be clear, this is not a natural disaster. This fire was started by humans, whether accidentally or intentionally. The government lies are absolutely enraging. And then I want to read you one more here. Uh, you said, seems the mainstream media and the government like to scold and assault independent journalists. Independent journalists mm -hmm. are practically the only ones asking tough questions in Hawaii. I'm not about to stop. The Maui disaster is criminal. People need to go to jail. We're going to blow the lid off of this cover-up. Tell me more. Yeah, so there is so much more to this. I'm telling you, we could fill up an hour mm. segment on this entire thing. Uh, you know, when it comes to the criminal aspect of it, look, I'll be honest with you. This is the, I cover disasters. This is what I do. Uh, I covered East Palestine very closely. We blew the lid off of that story as well. And that's a totally uh, different topic. But this is the most catastrophic failure of government that I have ever seen to the point where people need to be in jail because they were uh, literally taking water, like, barring residents from using water to put out fires. There were firefighters on scene. I've spoken with firefighters that were trying to fight fires with no water. And I don't know how you do that. They said the same thing. They don't know how to do that either. And when I tried to go and confront the mayor of the town, he ran away from me because, you know, independent journalists are not credible, mm -hmm. apparently. Mm -hmm. That's that's uh, that's the excuse that I got. But they don't want to answer the question that a lot of people here are asking or how many kids are missing and why are they are they OK? You know, what, why, why are they still missing after two weeks? Because it, keep in mind, they kept schools closed that day. And parents here, especially in Lahaina, as I've learned from locals, they work two and three jobs because they work in the tourism industry and they're doing a lot of part-time stuff. So they weren't home at the time, and the, but the children were. There were no sirens to tell the children to get out. You have a lot of young kids that are there, some that don't have cell phones, so they didn't get any cell phone alerts. But cell phone alerts didn't work for most people anyway because cell signal was out. They didn't sound the sirens, Sarah, so these people didn't know that they need to evacuate immediately. So they ended up just burning in their homes and cars. Yeah. 
Um, really, really tragic. Uh, and I just, I, I can't imagine being one of those residents who was, you know, at work and just had no idea that their children were being burned alive in their homes. Um, I want to, I want to play a clip of you. I believe this was, when, when were you on War Room? Over the weekend? Uh, I was on War Room. I have, how I lost track. I think it was, uh, a couple days morning. ago. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's only it's been yesterday that, yeah. morning. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. So I want to play it's this. Been a long time. Yeah. I want to play this clip of you being confronted, and I want to play it, and then I want to ask you um, some questions on it because you say that since you have arrived and started pressing the local government, you have been followed and and uh, you know threatened and and all of this. And I want this is a very very bizarre moment here. Here is Nick on with Steve Bannon's war room when this happened. Watch people's minds here. Hey, what's up, Nick? I've been trying to reach you. I've been reaching out to you on X. Um, We're supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who, what victims have you had? Uh, okay, yeah. So this is this is so you're seeing this live right now. People actually track they yeah. track me down. And you're staying in a tent. You said you're coming and staying in a tent. Nick. You're taking uh, up resources. I'm not I'm taking up here. any resources here. Yeah. So, Nick, you say that this started occurring after you got there and started, like, the, the local government realized that you were, were going to push them for answers? Right. So there's a video that, and I can't make the direct link, right? I right. can just report on the fact that, that it happened at a very, you know, the timing was very weird. The night before this happened, I was able to, along with a resident, approach the mayor and press him on how many children are missing and why is he not giving those those numbers we know he we know that he knows those numbers mm. okay he's trying to cover his own butt so that's that, that's why he's not telling us but we pressed him very hard to the point where i got put in a headlock by his security because i kept trying to press him on it and so that video will be posted later today i've been kind of weighing whether or not to release that because i don't want to make the story about wow. me that in, that, but that ends up what's happening when you have somebody follow you to your hotel at 5.45 a.m. I was standing in the back of the hotel at the time, and this guy came up behind me. Uh, I was able to see him through the monitor. I could see my own video feed. He walks up behind me, and I, I, I lost my words. Mm -hmm. I was spooked because there's nobody else there, nobody to see it. So since I've had to hire private security, I've had to uh, move hotels, I had to get a new rental car because I can't have these people coming after me like this i mean who goes to somebody's hotel at 5 45 in the morning and why he didn't know that i was going to do a live hit why was he there yeah it, it does it does make you wonder too nick because i mean you're out there as you pointed out you were you were the person who was the first on the scene in east palestine ohio um you're out here trying to bring awareness to things that the mainstream media is not covering so if you're a resident in that area, don't you want your story being told? Like, aren't you glad that Nick's order is there rather than coming and, and being threatening and trying to stalk you? Like, it just seems weird to me. If something is going on, don't you want people to find out about it? Yeah, so Sarah, this is the importance of having journalists like you and me that actually report on this stuff is because what happens in these disaster areas, especially when there's a lot of government involvement, is you look back at East Palestine, Ohio, where the story went away totally mm -hmm. until we got there on the ground and, and started pressing the government on this stuff and forcing them to come. Nobody was talking about it at that point. The government wasn't talking about it. FEMA wasn't there. The EPA wasn't there. Nobody was there. Joe Biden wouldn't even mention it. He's still running away from it now, but 
you know, we were able to get both U.S. senators to come down there, the EPA administrator finally to come down there. But without people like us, these, it, it, it will they won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Trust me, FEMA will go away. They will leave here, you know, within the next couple of weeks if the media attention goes away. Now, I will say one more thing on that. FEMA said that they were going to be giving people uh, who were displaced out of their homes uh, or and economically displaced as well. Because keep in mind, there is a huge problem. This industry here, the economy, is run out of tourism. Mm -hmm. They originally said they were going to be helping people that were economically displaced. Well, they decided to quietly backtrack on that, Mm. uh, as I heard yesterday. And so and a lot of residents that lost everything aren't even getting FEMA money at this point. So unless we continue to pound them, these people are going to suffer. Uh, well, I mean, Nick, I guess maybe if these displaced residents, they could try, I don't know, maybe moving to Ukraine and they'll actually Ukraine. get some money yeah. from the United <laughs> States government. That's great. Um, all right, Nick. I, I laugh, but it's, it's sad. It, it is. Really it, is. It, well, you $24 billion to Ukraine, $700 yeah. to some Lahaina residents. Right, exactly. I mean, laugh so we don't cry is what we say on this yeah. show. Um, Nick, I, I appreciate so much the work that you are doing. Tell everyone uh, you're independent. So do you, how, how, how can people help you? Yeah, so the best place to find me is on X. You can go to x.com slash, or uh, uh, it's at Nick Sorter, N-I-C-K-S-O-R-T-O-R. You can see it right there at the bottom of the screen, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's that's where I do most of my reporting. And then uh, great journalists like Sarah pick it up, and then we can do these live hits. So well, thank you, Sarah. I really yeah, appreciate it. We appreciate it. And we'll be on the lookout for your uh, your video that you're posting later today of the you have to post that nick you i I realize you don't want the story to be about you but it's not necessarily about you it's about the cover-up it's about the defense mechanisms it's about why are you being so defensive here why are you getting violent if there's no if there's no cover-up if if everyone's being truthful there would be no need to get so defensive so uh, i appreciate you being there and telling the story that needs to be told and we'll talk to you soon thank you sir thank you all right We're going to take a quick break and be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, every day we hear about another, I don't know, familiar brand selling out their customers, going woke, and then (laughs) you later hear that, uh, oh, oops, they've lost their stock prices. Oh, oops, uh, nobody wants to buy their products anymore. That's because Americans are sick of it. And you may not think about it when it comes to your mobile phone company because you may think, well, I have to have the big, one of the big three, one of the big mobile carriers, or I'm just not going to be able to have cell service. That's not true. Patriot Mobile is not only America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, they also offer nationwide coverage on all three of the major networks, so you're going to get the same coverage you've been accustomed to in your area, minus funding the leftist propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They've got U.S.-based customer service, 100% U.S.-based. You can keep your phone, you can keep your number two, or you can get all new. You just do whatever you want over at PatriotMobile.com. You can go there. You can do PatriotMobile.com slash news, and you can get free activation today with the offer code news. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Guys, I'm telling you, this is going to likely save you money every month, and you're not going to be funding the radical left with Big Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash news. I want to welcome Jakub Williams, a Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Matthew Peterson. I'm being formal. Matthew Peterson, Blaze Media's editor-in-chief now. I'll just call you Matt. I was going to try the formal thing, but I, 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 cha- I changed. 
<laughs> I changed my mind. I don't like it anymore. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the debates coming up, which, by the way, shameless plug, we are going to be doing uh, pre-debate coverage and post-debate coverage on uh, Blaze TV, so make sure that you tune in for that. Um, but Donald Trump did announce finally, officially, that he will not be doing the debates at all. He said, new CBS poll just out, this is on Truth Social, has me leading the field by legendary numbers. Uh, it says Trump 62%, 46 points above DeSanctimonious, who is crashing like an ailing bird. Ramaswamy 7%, Pence 5%, Scott 3%, Haley 2%, Sloppy Chris Christie 2%, Ada Hutchins... <laughs> Ada Hutchinson, 1%. The public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had with energy independence, strong borders and military, biggest ever tax and regulation cuts, no inflation, strongest economy in history, and much more. This is in all caps, this last sentence. I will therefore not be doing the debates! Exclamation point. So, um, look, I don't blame the guy. Like, I understand the position of... If I'm leading by that much, it seems like the only thing that I would be giving everyone else a chance to do is attack me, and I don't want that. But personally, selfishly, I really want to see Trump at the debates. I really—it's not going to be the same without him, obviously. Um, so I want to—I want to go through who is already qualified to participate. You've got Ron DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Tim Scott, Doug Burgum. Mm -hmm. If you said who, you are like every other American out there. Um, and Asa Hutchinson says that he has met all the qualifications to participate, but the RNC has not verified that yet. Um, so, oh, and so has Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, who's a big fan of Pride Month, I remember, and businessman Perry Johnson. They say they have, but the RNC have not clarified that either. And now we're told that Trump is going to do a sit down with uh, Tucker Carlson. I assume at the same time, just as a F you to Fox News on both their parts, I think. Yeah, I, I haven't, hey Sarah, I haven't heard anything about the time, but I would not be surprised. I mean, you gotta, Matt, like, like if you're gonna and, do and it Trump on the same style, night. would probably be on the same city block, like last time. <laughs> next door. Remember, next door, you know, and like, not only when I want to be online, but I want them looking at me through the window right. while I'm doing it. Right. You know, and Everyone's going to walk out of the debates and just look, go watch him. All, all true, all factual what he's saying. But for me, there's something, as an immigrant, there's something about the process and upholding the process. Because when you start chipping away at the process, the wheel turns and it always does. And at some point, you know, you're going to want a time in the future where you want everybody on stage because you want them to duke it out mm -hmm. and then they can say, well, he didn't, so I don't have to. And this is why we bring the star quarterback into minicamp. Yeah. And this is why we have the star quarterback play, not Dak Prescott because I think there's an injury wink, but have him play <laughs> a quarter or two in the preseason games right. because it sets a culture. Yeah. In the locker room, it's it, it's so there's something about the Oval Office for me. It's always bigger than the president, no, no matter who it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for that matter, I don't like this. I don't. Yeah. And if you're that far in the lead, then come dominate. Right. Come destroy. Right. Right. Come come make a mark and say, now it's seventy two percent. You know. But yeah. I don't I don't like this. Yeah. Um, personally. To to Yaku's point, Matt. I mean, you could say iron sharpens iron, right? And you could also say if you were Trump and you said, well, they're they're not iron. They're all a bunch of nobodies. They've got nothing on me. Okay. Well, then, worst case, you look really good compared to them. If that's the case, right? 
Yes, but let me give Trump his due here. Um, I would also like him to be there. Yeah. I would like to see the interaction. Mm -hmm. I feel as if there could be, um, though it sounds crazy, there could actually be some unity that would come out yes. of mm -hmm. everyone being together a few mm -hmm. times. Yes. And then it's like, okay, people fade, people rise, and whatever. Uh, but, you know, Trump doesn't have to. He's not wrong about that. Right. He doesn't have to, given the polling. Uh, that's just the, the brutal political reality of the matter. And why wouldn't he want to let them beat Trump. each other up right. uh, and, and sit back for a while? But there's something else here that I think is very important, and that is the fact that uh, it's not only right that he's not going to be there, it's that he is going to be yeah. releasing this interview yeah. with Tucker Carlson. Both of them are giving the FU to Fox News in a major way, which has now become a symbol yes. of an establishment that doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. And so what you're seeing in real time is the destruction of the Republican Party. Uh, you know, years later, after Trump, still not understanding Trump, and Trump is just going to continue to go his own way. Same thing with Tucker. And, you know, you can really envision a world in which all of these people, most of them would be comfortable on Fox News, and Tucker and Trump stand for something else. Yeah. And so, so this division that we're seeing in real time, it's a little alarming because, mm -hmm. I mean, the Republican Party is in a real danger if they don't understand the situation. Uh, but it's also very interesting media-wise because you have an entirely new ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, mm -hmm. you, can, you can, as the front runner or as the rejected host, I think, I think we know someone who used to work at Fox, by the way, who created yes. his own network. Mm -hmm. um, you can sit there and say no and walk away uh, and have real impact, both in the media space and in the campaign. And, and that makes this for a very interesting week yeah. all around. Yeah, I agree. Such a good point. Two, two things there that stand out for me. Number <clears> one, I'd like to see him on the stage because I want to see who can hang with the guys of EP. Who can actually stand there with Moxie yeah. with him in the room yeah. and not cower? Yeah. Let, yeah. let that guy or woman, let that person rise up where you go, no, you know let's what? let's not go too far. No, but, <laughs> yeah. but let, let that person in the moment of pressure with Trump in the room yeah. shine yeah. and outshine Pence. You know, we, we're not going to see that. We're going to now have to, you know, who will it be? You know, so, um, but to the point you're making, the, unif the unifying factor of the Republican Party, this is a big concern because mm -hmm. it's shattering. And so... Trump can only give us four years. Right. Maximum. Mm -hmm. Four years, then what? Right. Now what? You can actually be a king and a kingmaker at the same time. And he has an opportunity here to be a kingmaker. What follows him? Who comes after you? Come on, take the stage. Iron does sharpen iron. Let us see who's up to the task. Mm -hmm. is, is Ramaswamy really up to the task when he goes to you? Or does he start swallowing when, he, when he's facing Trump? I want to see them. Yeah. Yeah, spe and speaking of Ramaswamy, I, we've asked him to be on the show a couple different times because I've wanted to ask him directly about some of his flip-flopping and his previous tweets on, you know, masks being good and vaccines and, and all of that. And he has yet to obviously accept my invitation on this show. I would love for him to uh, to decide differently, but I I'm not so sure that he'll ever come back on Blaze after <laughs> His little run-in with Alex Stein. So, I don't know. Maybe. But if you're out there, Vivek, uh, we'd really love to have you on. I, I wanted to give him an opportunity to, like, defend himself, really. So. Absolutely. He has to come on. I know. Do you know anyone? We'll talk on break.
I know okay. him. All right. Okay. <laughs> Matt's like, I'll just text him over the break and see if he'll come on. Um, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Raycon. So, um, you know, I have my Raycons everywhere I go. I carry them in my purse. In fact, I am on um, not my first pair of Raycons because my other pair of Raycons kept getting stolen by my husband and my children because they are so good. These are earbuds. They go directly in your ear for very, very comfortable fit. They've got different size gel tips so that you can make sure that they fit all the way in your ear. And they're unlike their competitors where you have the stupid stem hanging down that's just going to like weigh your ear down or make it more likely to fall out. Don't do that. Raycons have 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime. You can listen to what you want when you want for a really, really long time, and they're gonna save you a ton of money. They start at like half the price of other premium audio brands, but trust me, they sound just as good. They also come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. You need to go there, create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com, that's B-U-Y, raycon.com slash Y to save 15%. So the mainstream media really wants COVID to be a thing again. They're pushing for uh, Americans to mask back up, even indoors sometimes. In in fact, hell, you may not want to go eat at restaurants indoors because you may be too scared of COVID. This is the the latest variant is called, what, Eris? Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? Uh, Named after the Greek goddess of strife and discord. And this new variant is... I'll have you know, a descendant of the Omicron variant. Uh, It was first reported on February 17th of this year. And apparently this strain was the dominant COVID strain in the third week of August in the United States, responsible for 20.6% of cases of COVID in the U.S. Um, And even though the seven-day average of COVID cases was 27,000 as of August 18th, compared to exactly a year ago when it was 768,000. NBC News really, really, really wants COVID to be back, like really, really badly. Um, I think that we have a, a clip of that here, watch. COVID is making a comeback this summer, so many of us would like to leave it in the past, but cases are once again on the rise. Oh no, you know what? It's just in time for fall boosters as well. Conveniently, they did time that appropriately that they will be very easy for them to say, oh, well, you gotta go get your COVID booster in the fall, just like you gotta get your flu shot. Spoiler alert, don't get either of those, they're disgusting. Um, But the Washington Post, said in one of their uh, latest articles, vaccines and boosters still should be encouraged as as should safe social practices such as wearing face masks and keeping rooms well ventilated, health experts say. New York Times said, many experts still recommend wearing a mask in crowded indoor settings, but they know that not everyone will want to do so. If you're at high risk for serious illness, you might want to mask up at the grocery store and avoid eating indoors at restaurants. Other people might just want to wear a mask at the airport to avoid getting sick during that big summer vacation. Other people might say, go F yourself, I'm not wearing a mask ever. But that might just be me. Yeah, those many experts are definitely not uh, the sane ones. Those (laughs) are the bought and paid for ones. Look, remember, it's the most intelligent virus in history. It is. Mm. It is. That it is. It knows when you walk into the restaurant, Mm -hmm. when you sit down Mm -hmm. to to elevate at a certain level. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't attack you in a tin can at 40,000 feet. I mean, it's all circulated. It's a very intelligent virus. Yeah. It it's is. mutating. It's coming back with force. Well, know? that is what happens when you when you design a virus in a lab. Yeah. It ends up being quite intelligent. My my actually <laughs> my my favorite part of the virus's intelligence was when it realized that uh, 
that wealthy people in first class yes. could eat and drink <laughs> without <laughs> catching yes. the virus. But if you were in coach, you needed to mask up the entire time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be eating and drinking because you'd get the virus. <laughs> right, right. For reasons that but, we... But who wants to eat those dry pretzels anyway? I, so what do we think about this? Because I'm curious myself. I mean, my attitude, I know what my attitude is, and it's just, sorry, not going to do it. Yes. Yep. Not going to yes. do it, counselor. There's, not going to do it. There was no way back then. Yeah. yeah. And there sure as heck is no way now. So. But but we'll... we'll they get away with this again? I mean, I think they're just, they're so. feeling it right now. Did you so see too. the Alex My Jones My gut book? is, I'm not going to do it. No one I know is going to do it. But I worry that somehow yeah. they will bring this back. Uh, but do they have that power anymore? I, I, I hope enough Americans are going to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the Alex Jones clip mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. said that someone from TSA very high up came and had yeah. a coffee with him yeah, and told him that mandatory, what's it, September 15th mm-hmm. or whatever? I go, good luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say good luck. Even in the bluer areas of the country, I think, um, you know, mm-hmm. the jig is up. It's like, nope, not doing it. I agree because, well, and look, uh, here, we were never, right. and it's like, are you no. going to comply? I'm like, well, I didn't comply the first time, exactly. so uh, good luck guessing which one I'm going to do this time. But I do think that there is something to be said for all of the people who tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, they said, well, come on, right. this is unprecedented. They, they just want us to shut down for two weeks. Yeah. It's only two weeks, right? Go. And they really genuinely were so uh, naive that they trusted that the government would not abuse that power. And now they've seen how badly the government betrayed them after that, that I don't think that they would be willing to give them that same okay. grace. Okay, I hope that that's the case. But I have to say, yeah. there is a part of me that does not know whether that is actually true, that whether people actually get what happened. Really? Um, you know, I'd like to think, I'd like to think uh, that you're right. I think you probably are right. Yeah, but I hope. we do live in a world in which, you know, uh, Fetterman is a senator. That's I mean, fair. So, and it is a very divided place, and I'm not sure that there's been any real punishment of these government officials anywhere. And they certainly didn't lose en masse in the last two elections. So great point. I, so I... I hope that we're all right. I mean, I know, we know what we're going to do. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but uh, man, I, part of me worries. Part of me worries. Perhaps that is when the, uh, if there were to be a, a, spl- a national divorce, a splitting of the two different, very, very different societies, perhaps that would be what drives that, if that's what they end up trying to push. Because, I mean, previously, mm. I was like, there's no way in hell. This time, I'm like... You have no idea the level of the links that I would be willing to go to prove that I will not do that. I mean, I hope I don't get thrown in jail, but who knows? Yeah, are we seeing this coming out of any other nation at the moment? Because remember, the first time around, it was a global coercion, co-opting and extreme global pressure, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I think they swung for the fences, they caused unmeasurable damage, Uh, lives lost. May we remind the viewers of athletes just dropping Mm -hmm. from a certain decision, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I would be be surprised this time if you saw it to that level, right? right? To where a state, I was just in South Dakota and, you know, uh, Christy Noem didn't even shut that place down in the middle of it. She's Mm -hmm. like, our churches stay open. You know, I was talking to some of those folks saying, oh, heck no. This time we're charging, you know, so. Yeah, that is a great point. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, Matt, you mentioned the the midterms. Sometimes I wonder 
if there had been a different result, if the election had taken place um, earlier and Americans had, I felt, I felt that they forgot a lot, right? Like I felt like enough time had elapsed since all of these COVID restrictions, Mm -hmm. since the Biden regime did all of these, the vaccine mandates, all of that. I felt like Americans have forgot, like they have too short of attention spans and they've forgotten how much damage this administration and the left did with all of their abuse of power. Yeah, and I mean, the problem is that we're just so divided. That's what the yeah. midterm showed. I mean, Florida and Texas became more red uh, despite all these millions of people moving. They they, they made the states redder, not yeah. bluer, right? Yeah. So, but on the other hand, in California, I mean, what does it matter uh, what people think? Uh, I don't think that the government or the powers that be there really care. Right. And they could easily force this kind of stuff again if they right. wanted, really wanted to. So, I mean, I think they're putting their finger out. They're kind of, you know, just brushing the lines to see if there's how much resistance is there uh, to see if they can get away with it. But, I mean, they they won't think twice if they think they can get away no, with I it. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor this segment, First Liberty Institute. So there has been a seismic shift in the legal system. An oppressive legal precedent in place since 1971 was recently overturned by the Supreme Court. And the Americans who benefit the most are people of faith. So we need to get the word out. Now, this happened because high school coach Joe Kennedy used to take a knee in prayer on the field after football games until praying in public got him fired, but now the legal precedent that got him fired is gone. And to celebrate the victory, my friends at First Liberty Institute created the First Freedom Challenge. So we want people to fill local stadiums and pray after the game, just like Coach Kennedy on his first game back Friday, September 1st. Now, here are three things you can do to promote the First Freedom Challenge. One, sign up at RFIA.org and commit to praying on September 1st. Two, record a short video message challenging people to take a knee in prayer with Coach Kennedy. And of course, three, share your video on social media. Let the world know that the freedoms intended by our founding fathers are back, baby. Join me and take the First Freedom Challenge. You can sign up over at RFIA.org. All right, David Weiss, the special counsel now investigating Hunter Biden's case, apparently previously worked with Hunter's late brother, Bo Biden. You see, they're all connected over there in D.C. on Capitol Hill. So Weiss and Bo collaborated in 2010, uh, securing a conviction of an alleged fraudster. He was a Weiss was a federal prosecutor and Bo was the Delaware attorney general at the time. Now, Weiss also served as acting U.S. attorney during the Obama Biden administration and was a I believe he was elevated to top deputy. And then, of course, Donald Trump appointed him to investigate Hunter in 2018. Uh, It's been fascinating to watch this transpire because the GOP took a while to even say anything about David Weiss being the special counsel. Why did they why was it David Weiss that they uh, appointed Hmm, seems curious when he was so reluctant to charge Hunter with anything at all. Uh, According to the Daily Mail today, they said Hunter Biden prosecutor David Weiss did not plan to charge the president's son until after IRS whistleblowers came forward, sounding the alarm on DOJ interference. Now, Chuck Grassley uh, came out with a statement and said that, uh, you know, he said it's clear Mr. Weiss isn't the right person for the job. And I would say yes, but I would also say it's been clear since day one it's been yeah it's been clear for many years now so it's just fascinating to watch the gop just constantly it's like they're playing catch up 
in this game. I mean, if this was a football game, we would be like uh, losing bigly. No, this at is halftime. the coach. This is the coach. We play, and I can't stand this. And it's become cultural in America. Guys, we're leading by 20 points. Let's take a knee. No, we're not right, taking right, a knee. Right. Put seven more on them. This right. is why I want Trump at the debate. Come dominate, right? Why did Trump hire this guy? Why do we keep seeing the GOP? Texas, who do we give committee seats to? The Democrats. Democrats. We control the House and the Senate. We give Democrats committee seats. You lead this committee. Why? Well, we want to play nice. No, we don't. We do not. We consistently do this. We take a knife to a gunfight. We're seven months and a minute late on everything. And then we go, oops, we hired the wrong guy. Why was Fauci even remotely in government Mm -hmm. during Trump's era? Mm -hmm. Why did Pence Mm -hmm. associate with Fauci? During Trump's, he's not our guy. He's going to be our guy this time. No, he's not. It, the, he, so, Yaku, you bring up a great point um, when it comes to, because, I, I mean, I want to make something clear. In my personal opinion, I think Donald Trump did want to drain the swamp. I think the problem is that it's very hard for him to tell. By yourself. Right. Who, right. You can't do it by yourself, and you don't know who to trust until they stab you in the back, and then maybe you think it's too late or whatever. But, I mean, it is... There is something to be said for the lack of balls in the GOP, not not Donald Trump, but Chuck Grassley, Kevin McCarthy, all of these people who are sitting around while uh, the Biden crime family lives to see another day. And Trump, meanwhile, is on his what, fourth indictment? Yeah. So uh, I think the biggest story um, really so far of the year is exactly what you're talking about, which is the GOP's reluctance. Yep to stand up even after all this time, even after all the corruption we've seen, uh, you just see them waiting and a lot of them are just happy to see Trump go down. Yeah. Um, and they think it's gonna go back to business as normal when in reality, the Republican party uh, is in danger of disappearing. Um, and I know that sounds crazy, but I don't think it's crazy at all because they refuse to back Trump. They refuse to attack and, and, and even if you don't, it's not even about Trump. You can not like Trump. You can like him, you can love him, you can not, but you cannot let people try to throw him in jail and do nothing and pretend you live in a normal America. And when it comes to the Biden family, the Biden crime family, whatever you want to call them, the idea that any of this has been kosher for years is ridiculous. And here's the sad, pathetic thing that's going on right now. The GOP has been given permission to go after Yep. The Bidens, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. it's now known that mm-hmm. it's okay because the New York Times is doing right. it because the left wants the option to get rid to table Biden mm-hmm. and to move on in case they need to in order to win. Now that that's happened, you'll see it. Mainstream Republicans go even harder against the Bidens, you know, at the last hour because it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. The New York Times has decided this. Well, we might need to pin this on Biden and get rid of him, and that is it's so pathetic. And, and, and I used to I used to think it's a little extreme to say they're all just uh, kept opposition. You know, it's a little extreme. Seven, eight years ago, I might have said that. And now you look at it and go, that's exactly what they are. Yes. They are kept opposition. Yeah. Yes. And yes. Still, you look at Mitch McConnell making oh. a truce with Joe Biden. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Mitch should be retired. And, and I'm sorry for his health. But it's McConnell, McCarthy. McCarthy, come on, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Leader of the House, there's nothing. And why do we take instruction or license to execute from the New York Times? Mm-hmm. Well, if they go first. He, so when you respond, it means you're late. 
When will we initiate the narrative in this country again? When will we initiate conversation again? In our world, by the time you're running drag shows for kids, we're so far behind the eight ball. We're so late, yeah. man. Yeah. We've missed, you know, this is like, you know, a warrior going saying, hey, where's the battle? And I go, dude, you missed the whole war. Right, right. It's over. Right. And, and unfortunately, by the time we go, it's over. You may not have a GOP. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm just so tired of that. Look, within the GOP, I know we had talked earlier about unity and 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 that's that's great. That's fine. But, Yaku, you mentioned all of the uh, the Republicans in Texas who, uh, you know, give Democrats mm -hmm. committee heads. And it's like I that's not. I didn't elect you for that. I didn't elect you because I wanted unity. And it's I not really a law, did it. by the way. Right. It's not a Texas right. law. Right, right. It's no, they're gift. doing it. Yes, it is. It is. You, I mean, you have people on the legislature, uh, on the floor, thanking Dade Phelan, thanking the Speaker of the House, Democrats thanking him for working with them. I'm like, I, I don't want to. No, that's not why we elected you. I don't want unity. If I wanted unity, I would have just picked them. I don't want unity. I want you to take the ball and I want you to stuff it down the field until you score on them as many times as you can. Otherwise, what's the point? They didn't, they didn't run to win. That's no. the problem. These people, no. people we're talking about are not in power in order to accomplish things. Mm -hmm. They're not in power to represent the people who elected them. There you go. They're in power uh, for the sake of their own agenda and to slow things down for the sort of uniparty slash other right. side. So in their minds, they're doing their job. Right. But the, the problem is there's an enormous disconnect between what voters thought yep. they had a party uh, and politicians for, yep. and that's that's where we're at right now. And I mean, I see it every day. I mean, just today, I I, I spent some hours on the phone trying to figure out where's the January six footage we were promised. Mm -hmm. House Republicans have tens of thousands right. of hours. <laughs> some people have seen it, and they know that it shows that you know all, reveals all kinds of things. Where is that? Mm -hmm. Is that still in Kevin McCarthy's office? Because I'm getting a little impatient. Probably. And I would like to see uh, that should come out. Why isn't it come out? The Republicans. It, it, so, so it's realizing that, no, these people really are, a lot of them, not on your side. Yeah. And then trying to figure out what do we do from there. And Matt, yeah. the reason they don't back Trump mm. is because they know they're part of the swamp yeah. Yeah. that he'll have to drain. Yeah. It's uniparty time in, in D.C. You yeah. can't tell them apart. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. end of last week, Joe Biden was at uh, Camp David talking to the press and very curious thing happened um, when he asked the press to leave. I don't know. He said it really weird. Let's, let's play that. Well, he asked the press to, to leave. Thank you for coming in. I think what I just heard was Joe Biden repeating what someone said in his ear, which was politely ask the press to leave. Like they're asking him to politely ask the press to leave, not to repeat what he's listening to. And his dumbass just repeated it. Listen. Politely ask the press to, to leave. Thank you for coming in. I swear, I swear that's what happened. I swear that's what happened. Tell me I'm wrong. If not, who's he talking to? 
Politely asked the If he was giving instruction, who's he giving instruction? Politely asked I, I can't stay here with conspiracy theorists like both of you. It's really <laughs> oh, no. shocking to me that oh, you would no. think that. Sorry to taint your reputation. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden is obviously with it. Why would I ever suggest that he might have someone telling him what to say? Fully there. Joe Biden is a wise, moderate statesman who's brought normalcy <laughs> back to America. I don't know what you guys He's delivering on every promise. Mm. Dude, okay, the best part about that whole clip was yeah. the look on his face. Yeah, yeah. totally lost. <laughs> Which he looked like he knows he just um, committed an error. <laughs> yeah, or pooped his pants. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what I was that's thinking. That's the error he was thinking, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Metaphorically. From the mind of a man. <laughs> well, I mean, I just say the thing. I don't even, I just say it. I just say it. No filter. Uh, all right, thank you guys for being here. We'll see you all tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.